All right. So today we have the honor to uh, have Sam as our guest for our podcast. Welcome to uh, uh, to Stammer Talk, Sam. So can you first introduce yourself to to our audience? Hi, Bingjia. It's my honor to be you know, here in this podcast.、Uh, my name is Sam.、Uh, I am a SOP, the speech language pathologist. I came to the United States when I was 24, and、uh, I've been living in States since 2009. So it's a little over 11 years. And I am、um, also I also specialize in accent modification, and I currently live in Jacksonville, Florida. That's awesome.、Yeah. That's awesome. So, Sam,、uh, I know that、um, since now I am a, a, a SLP graduate student,、mm-hmm. I know that very few Chinese and people are in the program, and、mm-hmm. very few guys are in the program. So I am wondering why, Sam, you would、uh, have made the choice. To become an SLP in America, and and tell 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 us why. <laughs> okay,、um, well, it 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 was totally、um, accidental. Yeah, in the beginning, I I came to the United States. I wanted to study、uh, teaching English as a second language,、uh, and I realized that、um, probably. Uh, that is, there's not many need for that in America. At, at, at least that was my thinking at the time. So、um, I, so I, I, I keep looking for other alternatives. So this this friend,、um, she is also from my hometown, and、uh, she was very successful, and she still is very successful in, in the area of、um, of speech language pathology, and she is an SLP. And she told me, "Hey, why don't you,、uh, you know, look into this field? It's really good." And I, I was、uh, my major back in college was English literature when I was in China. So English, I, I've always、um, loved and、uh, have a, this enthusiasm in language. And I look into this program. I figured, wow, so I can actually using my expertise and knowledge. To help other people, and this sounds like a good idea, so that's how I get started. But little did I know that、um, I was the only, only man in my <laughs> cohort, and I was the first international student and first Chinese、um, student ever in the whole graduate program, in the whole department. So, I was talking about the. Glass ceiling. I th- I thought the glass ceiling was bulletproof. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny.、Yeah. That's funny. But、yeah. I think you are very brave to make that that choice because,、mm-hmm. like, um, I I kind of like follow, uh, your uh, your your path because I was at an English major in in China too.、Mm-hmm. So when I came to the states, I did become a teacher here,、mm-hmm. but I taught Chi- Chi- Chinese.、Mm-hmm. So, but for me,、uh, the、uh, the personal drive of changing my career、um, is not because I have a friend who is so 
so successful and and tell me that maybe you should try this field for me it's more like a personal struggle Mm -hmm. and we will talk about this a lot because when you were saying you want to help uh, help people Mm -hmm. so and we want to talk about like more because this will connect to what you are doing right now so Mm -hmm. tell us more when you graduate from SLP and how um, did you connect your uh, your practice to accent modification which I knew is very important for me like personally and professionally okay so um, I think this is um, I think this is a very very good question Um, because we as a as a foreign-born SLPs who wanted to live and work in in the United States there's um, more um, there's more to the professionalism there's other things we have to consider there's like for example the H1B visa there's um, you know the the green card and all that that adds the complexity of our choices so when I first graduated um, there's really not much of a choice uh, in terms of you know hey what is what 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 area you wanted to serve or what is your really the, the good interest and this is a really honest answer but at that time um, to me I, I I really wanted to practice um, SOP so I chose um, um, working for the school district working mm-hmm. for the school district that is not indirectly uh, I work for this company and the company sponsored me um, to work for the uh, different school district mm-hmm. I, and I worked for that school district for a little over six years mm-hmm. yeah but but he, this when I working when I was working with children and school age children from K to 12 all the way to K to 12 I realized that um, um, a lot of the children that I definitely can help, but um, other people can also help them. Mm. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I I have some knowledge maybe some other SLP do not have, Mm -hmm. which I can really serve the ideal clients. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, I serve zero in my six years of practice gotcha. within the scope of my work. Yeah, I, I think that's a very bold move because mm-hmm. if you stay at, uh, at the school system, mm-hmm. your, your job will be very se- 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 secure. Yes. You don't have to like, look for your own clients. So, but when you started your your own like own own practice or your own path, it's like you have to find your target clients, mm-hmm. and um, that took a lot of courage. I yes, it, it's um, it's not easy. I have to say, because um, when I w- was working for the this big company and working for my clients. Um, I really don't have to worry about the, you know, who do I serve? It will be given to me. 
Yeah. And uh, it's really easy. I know my work. I just, uh, you know, I, I, I was very good at it. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, but I just uh, don't have that level of, uh, we should call it joy in the mm -hmm. end. Yeah. 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 It's like everything is expected. Every two weeks you get a paycheck. And this job is is secure and nice. Not that I don't love SOP. I I, I think this is a very cool job. I yeah, I love yeah. it. I got you. It just, yeah. yeah, it just uh, um, I probably wanted to make that move to really uh, no longer you know lie to myself. I I really want to do something that really um, make contribution. And really gonna help some people, and really okay. are gonna make me feel good. Yeah, that that's so awesome because um, I think like when I chose to become a, a, a SLP, mm -hmm. so um, I did not know that the scope of practice it, it's mm -hmm. very it's very broad. Mm -hmm. so you you work with kids, you work with adults. You work with people with all types of communication problems. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So for me, like get to step into this field, it's because of m m my stuttering. And I think, okay, once I got into this field, maybe I can help myself first. Mm -hmm. But but when I really like uh, started to learn about the field, then have I have noticed that that that. Stuttering is a very, very small area, but mm -hmm. I, I really like what you are saying. So it's like, why this job needs Sam? If someone else can do Sam's job, like why am I here, right? So mm -hmm. I, I really think when you started to think about that, it's like, um, how how I become me. I really think like you are on this path in a way we say self-actualization. It might be a big word, but, mm -hmm. but, but I do think like uh, I can tell from our very brief communication, you, you are taking all, all this like leaps in, in your career or in your life to be on this path. And I definitely see, respect you for doing that because I really think when you connect your own passion like your your own um, experience with your job that's where the chemistry happens yeah I, I, I totally agree with you um, I recently stumbled upon a this notion it's from Japan it's called Ikigai uh, I'm not good at Japanese, but uh, I think it, what it means is life purpose. Mm -hmm. So basically, it's like a four petals of a flower. Mm -hmm. You got uh, what the what you are good at, mm -hmm. and what you um, what you uh, well, what the world needs, and also you get uh, what you can pay for, and also what you want to do. So if you just search for one pedal, you get mm -hmm. some void in you. For example, you just do what you're good at, mm -hmm. but uh, maybe the world doesn't need it. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you cannot get paid. 
yeah, or if you just focus on what's what gets you paid, then you probably will also have some kind of uh, void. Uh, so the best solution, according to this Ikigai um, uh, notion, is that to, to see what's overlap between these four panels, mm -hmm. and that is what I'm good at and uh, what I want, uh, uh, what what uh, I can help the world and what the world needs, and also what can get me paid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is, I think, uh, uh, this is an a, a answer for all of us when we're talking about the professional uh, uh, or career or, or business, we, we have to find the balance in, in these four areas. It's beautiful. I like how like you talk about all, all these four petals. It's like the flower of life. That's very nice, yeah. So um, like I want to let the, the audience know that why we want to start this interview in English and people say hey you both are Chinese why are you guys doing this interview in English I want to let the audience know that because I think this will lead to our next topic I think this connects to something very deeply to Sam what he is doing and why he is doing what he is doing. Okay, um, so I think um, um, to to answer that question is like I, I specialize in accent modification. Um, so I this accent modification is a term is a term um, from the speech language pathology, but what I think. I, I sometimes I use it accent coaching yeah. because um, accent really it, there's no right accent or bad accent or standard accent or whatever accent is just uh, the way you, within a certain social group or within a s certain culture group speak things so is relative is 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 really um, subjective yeah but um, accent does have impact in any society that's why you see the politicians newscasters leaders actors actresses they all seemingly speaking the same kind of accent because that's what everybody accepts yep. yeah. however most of the um, first generation immigrants who come to America um, they have some kind of original uh, accents and that will prohibit them from you know getting more popularity or getting understand uh, more, more understanding the, the simple reason is when when you speak with an accent there's uh, comprom compromise in the message and language is essentially thoughts. When you are saying something, you are conveying these thoughts, and there's emotion inside of it. But when you are conveying these thoughts with an accent, then the audience will have a difficulty understanding you. Then that creates a barrier. So accent actually is the barrier of understanding. That's the glass ceiling you were talking about. <laughs> um, <laughs> or 
it could be the contribut、yeah. contributing factor of the、mm -hmm. glass ceiling because、uh, let's say, for, for example, a lot of、um, um, Chinese professionals here in the United States, they work very hard. They work very hard, and their professional area is impeccable.、Um, but when they're trying to deliver some presentations or they're having a meetings, the messages they really convey. Is somewhat flawed because of the accent, and their coworkers, their lead, their their boss, their bosses may 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 find it is very hard to understand them. So that could create a barrier for their career. Yeah, exactly. I can、mm -hmm. hear your passion from what you have shared in this part. I、mm -hmm. really think because you mentioned that when you came to the states, you、mm -hmm. were twenty four, so. It's very shocking for me when I hear you talk, because when you came to the country at such an age, you're supposed you're supposed to have a very thick accent,、mm -hmm. but you don't. So, 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 and 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 I do know that,、um, like me personally,、mm -hmm. I think because I had been. An English teacher,、mm -hmm. I think that helps me to, to,、uh, how do I say that? I have more chances to、mm -hmm. practice than most of the Chinese people.、Mm -hmm. So I do think that for me that gave me an advantage, despite of my stuttering.、Mm -hmm. So, like sometimes when I communicate with the native speaker. When I was talking to them, or my Chinese friends were talking to them, they will tell me secretly, "Say, Jia, we find you are easier to understand, even though you stutter." But like some of your Chinese friends, they don't stutter.、Mm -hmm. We can't understand them. Like to me, that was very shocking to me because my entire life I was thinking, you know, like oh, it's my stuttering that's holding me back.、Mm -hmm. But but I really think you give us a new perspective. Ah,、uh, it's like sometimes like an impairment, like stuttering, can make people feel like that they have been being held back. But if you really think of like、um, the people who have an accent, that's a large population,、mm -hmm. and, and this large group of population, actually, if you look at their lives, maybe their personal lives, their professional lives were compromised because of their accents.、Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is some.、Um... Actually,、um, that that's why I feel obligated to solve this problem.、Um, I never took it as a as a privilege、um, of being able to speak、um, relatively accent free, quote unquote. I I I actually pay the price、uh, yeah. because、um, when I was in China, I was.、Uh, I was an English major, but I was considered to be one of those. Uh, uh, Maverick student,、uh, because I didn't like the traditional ways of learning English.、Mm -hmm. um, I didn't like uh, um, how we being taught.
Mm-hmm. So I really spend a lot of time and energy and money in finding the answers. All by yourself. It, all by um not by myself, but also looking for answers, like、oh, yeah. looking for mentors,、mm-hmm. looking for teachers. So I came to this realization that、um, sometimes majority could be wrong. I yeah. love that. <laughs> yeah, majority could be wrong, and what's popular could really be. Be the the most dangerous things, and that's But, a very painful re- realization. It's basically you have to throw away the things you have learned or the、mm. things you have believed, and then you have to reconstruct your own. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, and, and、um, um, you're you're also right that、uh, actually sometimes let's say we have fluency.、Um, Problem or disfluency imp- impairment that does create some kind of、um, hiccup in the communication, but、um, but when let's say when we're stuttering, the audience they are expecting this conversation to be、uh, the the pace will be slow, and、uh, so they will be expecting to to accommodate the speaker. So actually, it is. It, it, yeah, I, 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 at least most of the people, most、mm-hmm. of the people,、yeah. they, they would expect back. Okay, I will try to slow down, and I will try not to、uh, speak for you. I will wait. So, and I'll expect that this probably will be a little bit longer, and so that that the outcome is still going to be good. But when people have accent. That really is like、um, a funny thing is when a stutterer is speaking, the audience is really paying all the attention to the speaker, trying to get your message,、mm-hmm. trying to get what you want to say, and actually the the integrity of the message is not compromised. It's actually better. Interesting. I like、yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, but when you have accent. Let's say you have、um, very thick Indian accent or Chinese regional accent. From a native speaker's point of view, I'm expecting you to speak fluent English, but you are speaking in a very different code, right? And in a very different code in in terms of intonation, in terms of syllables, in terms、mm-hmm. of connectivity. Then I would all my brain's resource, like my CPU, <laughs> would be occupied by thinking. What what was you talking about? What 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 was you thinking? It's all it's all distracted. It's、and、all they, distracted. Yeah, and they don't have a database that they can retrieve like the Chinese accents in、mm-hmm. their mind and to connect what you are talking about. Exactly, exactly. It's basically a yeah, a yeah. a failure of decoding the message. Thus, whatever you want to convey, the message or or emotion or or. Whatever thoughts you want to say is compromised. They are all compromised. Yeah. Yeah, I love like how you were saying that、um, in the beginning of the conversation. You were、mm-hmm. saying the the po- politicians、mm-hmm. or or the popular people they、mm-hmm. all talk in a a certain way.、Mm-hmm. I really think if you think of that, if a president. Mm-hmm. He wants to deliver a speech,、mm-hmm. but 
not all the people can understand him or her,、mm-hmm. that will be a disaster. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us, how did you find your 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 secrets, or maybe you should not tell too much of your trade secrets, but. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sure. Sure. I I I wouldn't call it a secret.、Uh, even though it、uh, sounds secretive, it is、uh, a lot of times the secret really is hidden in plain sight. Plain plain sight.、Mm-hmm. And um, um, like like we we discussed, like a lot of politicians, a lot of CEOs, a lot of、uh, professionals, they actually have gone through the the speech speech training, the accent training. Um. There's this uh, um, uh, urban legend, you know, not necessarily urban legend, by by this this、um, Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah had the、uh, episode of、um, a stand-up comedy. He he mentioned that you know、mm-hmm. when President, the former President、um, Obama, he really wanted to be the first African American president in the United States, right?、Mm-hmm. And he had the chance when he was very young. He had the chance to meet.、Uh, Late, and、um, uh, the, the the South African, you know, um, uh, Mandela, Nelson Mandela,、oh, Nelson yeah, Mandela. Nelson Mandela.、Okay. So he was really like a speaking pretty much like a punk, you know. And then Nelson Mandela corrected him, "Son, you cannot speak like that. You know, if you speak <laughs> like a like a punk, then people will never vote for you." Yeah.、Mm. So I, I and then I realized that, that among all those people, they. Do have a sort of like a code in terms of intonation, in terms of how they pronounce in their, in their、uh, syllables, in terms of their connectivity, and、mm-hmm. that is、uh, not many Americans or people outside the liter、um, the the linguistic field are really talking about it. Yeah, and not to mention the the immigrant immigrants group, and、yeah. I realized that the traditional accent coaching. Especially from native speakers, a lot of a native speaker、uh, speech coach, they focus on if you have this certain sound, you, you do not pronounce it right. So they will correct you, like an articulation disorder. Oh, this、yeah. is how you pronounce R sound. This is how you pronounce S sound. They only focus on that. That is just、uh, one、um, biggest mistake, I would call it, because that's only the output. If you are not really working on the input, then their accent will never, never change. Yeah. What do you mean by input? For example,、um, this is an interesting. I can relate to the stuttering, right? I remember when I was、uh, when I had、uh, this professor back when I was in grad school. He he is very good, and he is really he wrote a lot of articles and a lot of uh, uh, he published a lot of、um, essays in in the field of stuttering, and he is a severe stutterer. And he told us one day, he said, "I actually sing in the in the rock band, but I never stutter in a rock band. I mean, I, I never stutter when I when I sing or when、yeah. I was in a choir."、Um, and also, he never stutter when he was reading with other people. I mean, reading aloud. Yeah. Yeah. So、uh, that got me like、uh, curious.、Uh, I wonder the hearing could have a lot to do with stuttering, or because、um, 
stuttering, I I figured is most of the time is the word retrieval. Right? Word word retrieval is like trying to get out the the database, right? Um, and sometimes like um, there's a little, little uh, blockage between the words. But what if we install those phrases? We install them like a pre-assembled and pre-installed in our brain using external input. Then we can just get it out, just like when we are speaking our native language. We mm -hmm. can get it out without even thinking about it. But that's just a hypothesis. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I love how you connect these two things together. But mm -hmm. personally, I need to maybe correct the the this part mm -hmm. because I think like um, the people who stutter, mm -hmm. I don't think it's more a word retrieval problem mm -hmm. because for most of the the stutterers that I know mm -hmm. is. We know exactly what we want to say. Mm -hmm. Like all the words are here. I I have more words that I can retrieve. Like mm -hmm. I have more words that I can say mm -hmm. that I need. But it's the it, 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 expressive part. It's like all all the repetitions, all those blocks. Mm -hmm. It's more like I I know what I want to say. But I just couldn't say it like in a mm -hmm. in a normal way. Mm -hmm. So, so I so like stuttering for me. It's still a mystery, even mm -hmm. though I I I I live in it. It it it's just like sometimes some people will say, "Oh, yeah," because you stutter because you. You don't think well, or you 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 should think before you speak. It's like that frustrates me. It's like I know exactly what I'm going to say. It's just like I can't say it in a certain way. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry that I made that the impression um, that I overgeneralized this uh, this um, uh, the 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 cause or the palpable cause of the stuttering. Uh, I think uh, I remember clearly that when I was in grad school, the professor who taught the subject of stuttering, he said, you know, even right now the the field they're still trying to figure out what what is the cause and yeah. what is the real, you know, like a um, cure for it, right? I yeah, mean, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, sure. it's 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 really a mystery to 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 the to the scientific world, and uh, it, it is really a frustration for a lot of the people who are stuttering. Um, I, but but recently, I I I noticed that that a lot of stutterers they, when they use the device like uh, delayed auditory feedback, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. or when they are uh, engaging singing or speaking aloud with other people, mm -hmm, especially mm -hmm. when they are involving their ears, yeah. And then the act, the stutterer could be. I mean, the stuttering behavior could uh, greatly decreased. Yeah. And I spent a lot of time um, researching and stu studying the the accent. I figured, if we only focus on speaking, oh, you need to speak like this. You need to speak like um, the way Americans speak, or 
let's say you're a stutterer, you need to speak like a, a normal fluent people speak. Okay, only practice your speaking. I think that's just that is not going to solve the problem. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I love how you emphasize on, on listening because mm -hmm. actually I do think like uh, most of the people who are learning a second language, we mm -hmm. think we are listening, but mm -hmm. actually we are not active listening in a way mm -hmm. because they were saying like why like the the people they they have accents it's mm -hmm. basically you it's not because like you have different tongues you have different articulators it's mm -hmm. it's basically your perception of that sound it's not profound enough for you to hear well Mm -hmm. And then you can produce exactly what you have heard, right? Yeah, e exactly. So that that is that is why I think that the biggest problem for the accent modification field in the United States, especially in the United States, is um, neglecting the fact that uh, of neglecting the output. I mean, the the input, which is mm -hmm. to provide enough listening training and the ear training mm -hmm. uh, and i can also relate to um like how we learn language either from first language perspective or second language perspective i have a son he's um he just turned three oh, and I, so I, adorable. <laughs> yeah and i observed how he from the moment he started to speak his first word mm -hmm. till right now he's pretty fluent in wow. chinese and english Mm -hmm. And he's, um, he can speak a lot of uh, complicated uh, sentences and stuff like that. I noticed that the hearing part is really, really essential. The inputs, right? The yeah. input, yeah, the yeah. input. And and also you can, um, a lot of times when he hears something, he would just repeat it over mm. and over and over. He repeats it over Amazing. and over. Amazing. Yeah, mm -hmm. until... He really mastered it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that the, the secret in accent training really is to increase the awareness of input. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you think like um, when we when we hear a word, mm -hmm. uh, I can't remember where did I hear this before they mm -hmm. were saying that uh, like uh, most people when mm -hmm. we learn a foreign language mm -hmm. and when we hear that word and then we just uh, repeat it immediately like mm -hmm. when i hear the word dog and then i just say dog right after i heard that word but they were saying if you actually use your brain to mm -hmm. echo that sound you heard before you talk. It's like that process will change how you produce that sound. I find that's, that's very fascinating mm -hmm. because like um, for general people, when, oh, how to learn? You hear and then you repeat, right? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So I remember when we were kids, you know, that the teacher was reading the text and we just like read, read after the teacher. But, but it's that there, that's, there's no pro- process in the brain. They basically, they, they were saying, if you hear the word dog, your brain, before you say it, your brain should, should, re, should, should like repeat the sound, dog, mm-hmm. and then you produce it. So I'm wondering, maybe that's part in the brain, that's the missing link, or? I, 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 I love that. I love that question. Um, I think I'm... In terms of accent, for most Chinese people, um, it's actually two different uh, problems. One is the the accent itself, and the other is their um, really the fluency of the language, or the, the the whether they are really master the language or not. So sometimes they have both, and sometimes mm-hmm. they just have one problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like. Um, I I totally agree with you, because if we only involve one modality of our brain, mm-hmm. then the language is really going to be very abstract. And mm-hmm. we can use this analogy, for example, and you and I have um, uh, WeChat, right? Yeah. We actually stumble. Uh, you you add me uh, within the group, and let's say you did not have a. A logo or profile avatar picture for you, or I only have a very vague picture of you, mm-hmm. and you, I don't even use my real picture as my mm-hmm. avatar. And you see my name Samsha, and I see your name Binja, and then we just engage in some like a, a chat, like a, we type to chat. Then you and me were never met, we never even talk over the phone, and、uh, we will probably remain. You know, WeChat friend, right? Yes. There's yes. no chance you and I meeting real person. We could、uh, recognize each other. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But yeah. if we meet on Zoom, we meet on over the video chat. We, I see your face. You see my face. I see. I hear your voice. I see your facial expression, and I.、Um, so all this are simultaneously. Registered in our modalities, multiple modalities,、mm-hmm. and even if we meet in real person, if let's say if we、uh, we 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 meet in some other occasions and we shake hands, we sit down and grab a lunch and we talk, you know, and those will even create more,、uh, you know, like a, like input for your modalities. That's、yes. that's why people、mm-hmm. get to know each other. If they meet more frequently, if they get to know each other through different occasions, they will become friends. They sometimes even become lifelong friends. But、mm-hmm. if we only like、uh, some people, they only meet. You know, we all have like hundreds of Facebook friends, but we know that a lot of Facebook friends we do not know them. Yeah, yeah. we just add them, but we never even talk、exactly. to them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, this really goes back to the importance of, of communication.、Mm-hmm. I. Really think like、uh, people like us, like why we do the things we do.、Mm-hmm. It's because we know that's communication. It's a human needs、mm-hmm. and a human rights too.、Mm-hmm. So I do think like sometimes when we talk about things like、uh, the the accents or stuttering, 
it can be taboo to people mm-hmm. because people don't want to hear that. Oh, you know, like Jia, you're not not successful in America. It's because of of your Chinese accent. It's because of your stuttering, and you will immediately feel bad that oh wow, being a Chinese is that bad. So like you started to like um, doubt yourself, and you don't want to hear the things. But mm-hmm. I really think like today we can just like what we are talking about here. It's like um, it's so real, even though we we have never met before. Mm-hmm. But today when we met, I feel that you know because of the way we communicate. I guess because like we cut all the BS. It's just directly mm-hmm. say what really matters. So mm-hmm. when we talk about the real stuff, like yes, we know a lots of Ch- Ch- Chinese people that 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 I know they don't stutter, mm-hmm. but they're not as successful as they they are su- supposed to be, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's actually because of their accents, but when you're trying to tell them, hey, maybe. You can make some changes to your accents. People will feel very defensive because mm-hmm. it's kind of like challenge their Chinese mm-hmm. identity. Mm-hmm. Or this goes the same with the people who stutter, because I know that for a very long time, nobody can talk about my stuttering because I feel like if you point out that I stutter. It's like I feel like you know, so defensive because I don't want to, like, make some changes in a way.、Mm-hmm. But I know that in real life, if I really want to be successful or I have to, you know, make changes to my quality of life, sometimes you cannot just hide before you cannot hide behind all those fears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I love that. I love that, and、um, that's why I think、um, for you as a as a SOP who who also personally struggling with、uh, your your stutter、uh, stutter stuttering um, um, problem, and me as a fellow Chinese SOP, we have this obligation to share this message that we. Don't want to be trapped in this little poor me、um, comfort zone, or really be super hypersensitive about this identity thing. We just need to see things as it is. Yeah,、uh, yeah because we we ultimately we want to see what is the the best way to communicate. Yeah. Or how to improve our communication. Yeah. Right. So if we are trying to help a stutterer person, stuttering. A person, or if we want to help a person who have accent,、um, thick accent, we do not judge them, or we do not need to judge using anyone's standard. But we just see, okay, here, how can we improve? Yeah. And how can we improve? How can we make the f- make it better? Yeah, because because、uh, um that that is the biggest trap. Actually, for for a lot of exactly. people, exactly. Yeah, and, and and 
And I do think that most of the people, they, 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 they actually, they actually, they want to make, make improvements. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you talk to a, a Chinese people, they, they probably, they, they will tell you that, oh, I, I do want to like talk better in a way. Mm -hmm. So, but um, I really think that's when they don't know how you know, mm -hmm. when they don't know the steps or they, when they don't see hope mm -hmm. and they will feel d discouraged. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, um, that is, um, what we as professionals, we can help. Uh, first thing is to r raise the awareness. So people have to realize there's a problem, but also there's a solutions that we can help. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, so I, I admire you because you personally, you've been struggling with this for, for some time and uh, you wanted to help yourself. And, but most importantly, you want to help this community and people and beyond your personal interest. And, and um, I especially admire the SOPs who struggling with stutter. Because um, I, I, I've seen several, I've, I've seen a lot, a lot of uh, uh, SOPs with stutter. And um, at, at first I was like um, a little bit, uh, in, the, in the very beginning, I have to be honest, I, I was a little bit, uh, I have this question, if you have stuttering, how can you solve other people's, you know, stuttering problems, right? Exactly. That, I think that's pretty common for a lot of people, yeah. But then I realized, wow, this notion is very brave. And also, you have this ultimate drive and motivation, not only to, to look for the answers, and you also will help using your own personal experience to help others. And same yeah, goes, yeah. Goes, goes to my profession. Yeah, exactly. I, I came to the United States when I was 24. I, I already passed uh, quote unquote ideal or golden age of learning a foreign uh, learning a learning English, but I was able to to face my own fear to take the challenge to become a speech therapist and mm -hmm. to help other people. Yeah. That that itself is a is a testimony. Oh yeah, that we can all do that. We can we can we can conquer it. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I really think that's what it, it, it inspires people. So when when I was when, when I was thinking of becoming a SLP, mm -hmm. I definitely I had all the doubts. You know, mm -hmm. it's like um like people would say you stutter. Like how can you work with the people who have communication disorders? They will say, Hey, you, you cannot even communicate like, well, like how you can teach us. But I definitely think, you know, like for me, I, I know that's something that's I have to do. Like you were saying, you know, like when, when you face these challenges, and when you like, like Sam, what you are doing, it's, it's, it's like you already went through the process and now it's more like you share your, 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 your journey with more people who are going through this. 
Mm. And like yourself is a testimony. And I love that because I know that in our profession, they were saying something 94% of the SLPs in the States are females. 94%. Per- mm-hmm. And 97 of them are white. Mm-hmm. So if, if I see my classmates, so I'm with this amazing, wonderful 31 f- f- females, and most of them, they just love talking. Mm-hmm. They just love talking, that, that they enjoy communication so much. For them, it's more like, oh, I like talking. I want to share the joy of communication with people. Mm-hmm. To, to them, it's so natural. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it almost feel like it's a native English speaker is trying to teach a Chinese kid mm-hmm. how to talk in English. Yes, you can give the perfect model, but mm-hmm. you cannot experience what the Chinese kid is going through, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I always have this uh, funny analogy that um, I always say, if you want to learn how to swim, you, you, should ne- you should model a dolphin, but you should never ask dolphin to be your teacher. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think that actually, for example, for if you, uh, later you become a SLP and board certified and you begin your practice, I think you will be a better SOP in terms of stuttering and all the other fields, of course. But most, most, most likely, you probably will be most passionate. I'm, I'm just trying to, I'm not trying to make assumption, but I would, I would safely assume you probably will be most passionate about the field of disfluency, right? Yeah. And That's that sure. alone will inspire and help a lot of uh, children or adults who have the similar situations. And um, it, 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 it's, it's, it's that, I think, it really inspired you and I to choose this field. When I, when I chose this field, and I, I had a, a lot of doubts, you know, I had a lot of doubts. I, I, I feel like, uh, you know, this um, identity uh, crisis, I feel like I was an imposter. I feel like I was, uh, I was not able to. And the funny thing is, when I speak English, sometimes I stutter. I pro I, I pro- you probably already noticed that. Sometimes I stutter. Yeah, it's I. I talked to my professor before about this. It's uh, he said it's not pathological, but it's more of a word retrieval thing. Well, could, yeah. could be word retrieval. Could be um, you know, the overall competency or whatever. But it's it's natural. It's I natural. I, yeah, it's, it's natural. natural. Yeah, I I I can live with it. I because. I'm not trying to help other people to speak 100% ultimate, ultimately fluent. I'm trying to help people to communicate better. I'm helping a non-native speaker to speak more natural uh, English. I, to- I, I love that. I really think it's like, like for the longest time, I was like my goal is to become a fluent people, like of normal people. But mm-hmm. you are right. Normal people, they are not 100% fluent. It's not mm-hmm. natural. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think the most important thing about communication is really the the thoughts and the emotion. So if we can get the emotion and the thoughts、um, without compromise convey to the audience, I think our goal has has been met. Yeah. Yeah. For example, when I talk to you, of course, in the very be- in the first couple minutes, I notice that I I need to accommodate, right? I need to adjust.、Mm-hmm. But I I because I had this expectation that I know that you you told me that you you are a stutterer. Mm-hmm. I I I'm expecting that. So, I really I'm I'm a hundred percent I I understand you. I I ha- I think our conversations are really meaningful. And this is a very good and and enjoyable conversation. However,、um, if we we're not you know we are fluent. Let's say we are fluent a hundred percent of the time. By the topic, the thoughts are all over the place.、Um, we are all distracted. We're all not focused on each other. We just、um, play with our phones or look elsewhere, thinking what what I'm going to eat today. And then that that's not going to be a meaningful. Constructive conversation. It's not going、I、to be a、that. very good communication. Yeah. So、mm-hmm. I think we we at the end of the day we focus on how we communicate better. And to be fluent, it's just one part of the the the, the equation. Yeah. Probably not even the most important part. The most important part is how do we really communicate in a way that our audience can understand us better. I love it. I love it. I really think you basically, you are talking about the holy grail of of of、uh, communication. It's、mm-hmm. basically you you don't focus on you know like、uh, like how you. It's it it's like what you were saying. It's like it's all your thoughts and all your. It, it, Emotions or the the words you are saying, you mean it.、Mm-hmm. And when you were talking about that, um, uh, when people talk with the people who stutter, they actually they paid extra attention.、Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great point because before, when I was so, uh, insecure about my stuttering,、mm-hmm. like when people stop. And listen to me. I will feel so defensive. It's like now you are going to see my flaws, and you pay extra attention to my flaws, and that really, really make me like even more insecure. But when you are saying it, actually, they want to like know what you are trying to say. It's like the people are not they they paid attention because they know that you stutter. That's why they want to get the most out of you. But it's not because they're trying to like you know pick on you or or trying to see your flaws.、Mm-hmm. I really think if we apply this to the the accent reduction,、mm-hmm. we probably will have more more courage. To make all these mistakes, but more like value the process because I know that a lot of like my people, like my community,、mm-hmm. that、um, the 
the Chinese community, they will say, oh, I'm so afraid to talk to a native speaker because mm -hmm. if I open my mouth, I will think, oh, they speak better English than I do. Like, why I bother to open my mouth, right? Mm -hmm. So I really think that's why this connects to your job. You don't call it the accent modification, but more like accent coaching. Mm -hmm. I really think that coaching part is very, very important because you are not just change how people talk. It's more profoundly you're trying to change how do people perceive and how do we think, uh, how do they think about their accents. Exactly, exactly. It's, it's like, um, it, because we, we wanted to, um, to present the whole self, 100% of yourself. You don't, a lot of people when they have accent, they are like uh, the compromised or discounted version of themselves. Say this person, yeah, when he yeah. speaks Chinese, he is very, very fluent. He is very charismatic, but- Humorous, funny, humorous right? Yeah. But you will see when he's speaking English to his cohort, to his co colleagues and clients, he become he or she becomes a different person. It's, exactly. It's like uh, it's it's unbelievable, and it's a sad. Like uh, he is so talented. He has uh, lots of knowledge. Has a PhD degree, the PhD degree, and yeah. years experience. How could uh, he be like that? And then that's also that's also gonna take a toll for him in terms of self confidence and also the the self esteem, and. Uh, and and I I think mentally it's not going to be good for him or her. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but I like how you mentioned that's a he, <laughs> not a she. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. no, no, because because I know that um, mm -hmm. among my friends, mm -hmm. like the 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 Chinese uh, females, I mm -hmm. would say they they are more um, communicative. It's like they communicate more than the mm -hmm. Chinese guys to talk with the native speakers. So I, I do think like, uh, like I respect a, a lot what you, you are doing because you are a Chinese guy who we were thinking you represent this group that's, um, do not communicate very well and do not want to make mistakes or do not want to lose face you mm -hmm. want to like be cool right mm -hmm. but 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 i really think like your personal journey i can tell from like how you talk to me today it's 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 like this must be like years of you know self-improvement or or all those hard all all those hard work that you have done all by yourself or look for help so yeah it's it's, it's very impressive thank you thank you so so um i i do i, I do like that your observation uh, that uh, in in reality yes it is true um that uh, more men struggling with accent problems and uh, men are more susceptible of the ego. 
Yeah, it is true because I struggle with that. Not not necessarily accent, but some other areas. Yeah. Um, so I spent a lot of time over the years trying to figure out this problem. So that that is why right now I I use coaching instead of therapy. Yeah. Because when you say therapy, it's more of a, make an assumption of a pathological, especially with pathologist, right? Yeah. But this is really like a, um, more of a coaching that you can lift people up to know what the situation is and what the solutions are, so we can help them. And uh, I, I, my personal journey was, uh, uh, it, it, there's a lot of uh, ego related. Uh, uh, failures and all that, and I I can tell you that years ago I I weigh two hundred twenty six pounds. Really. I weigh two hundred sixty two pounds, and I was not very happy and borderline depressive, you know. Oh my God. And, and uh, then I I realized that uh, you know I I care about other people's opinion too much. You mm -hmm. know? Oh yeah. So one day I just realized that okay, the only person that's being BS. The whole time that's been lying the whole time is me. So I started to face the music. I started really to look at me in the mirror, mm -hmm. and um, well, I have to do something about it. But that takes a lot of courage when you weigh that weight and you have to look at yourself in the yeah, mirror. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about forty pounds yeah. of weight at least. Forty yeah. pounds. Yeah. But and then it is also beautiful that during this journey, I. I actually were able to let go a lot of the garbages, a lot of the you know the the negative thoughts, limiting belief. So I I, I now that I I'm continuing this journey that to looking for granular improvement, a granular uh, closer to the true self. Yeah. And I feel more confident uh, than ever. And also feel obligated and 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 oddly enjoyable to help other people. Yeah, because I know beautiful. their pain. <laughs> that's yeah. that's that's beautiful. I think this 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 will be a perfect place for for us to r r wrap up to to this interview. Sure. And yeah, so maybe I I will switch to. To 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 Chinese to to prove people that we are two Chinese people, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so today, very very thank you, Sam, to come to our mouth to say. Sorry. Yeah. With with us to share his story. Thank you very much for giving us this opportunity. 啊，让我来，呃，在这里和大家一起分享。嗯，谢谢。好的。嗯，谢谢 Sam。嗯，好的。好的。嗯。嗯